Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Kids are back in school. There's the problem of truancy. I'm Dick Iuliano. Loudoun County is considering a new policy to identify sexually explicit materials in schools. I'm Alicia Abelson. Thousands take to the streets in D.C. to protest the death of an Iranian woman in that country's police custody. Maryland loses in college football. Navy wins in overtime. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The recovery begins now after Hurricane Fiona lashed eastern Canada Saturday. More from CBS's Christian Benavides. Multiple homes in Portobasque were washed out to sea, and at least one woman was rescued and taken to the hospital. Storms of this magnitude don't normally pound the Canadian shoreline like this. Power lines and trees are down throughout the region, leaving thousands without power. Now, Canadian troops are going to be sent in to help with the cleanup. Florida is preparing for a possible hurricane in a few days. Long lines at grocery stores and gas stations. Most people, in good spirits, prepared with lists of what they need. I'm going into Walmart afterwards and get some supplies. The line was <laughs> too much. Too much people. And shoppers are already seeing bare shelves and some empty pumps. WFOR-TV's Terry Hornstein. Getting infected with the coronavirus can cause long-term complications. Details from CBS's Michael George. Those complications include strokes, cognitive and memory problems, and migraines, which researchers say develop within the first year of infection. A prominent law school, it's changed its name. The University of California's Hastings College of the Law is now the College of the Law San Francisco. The school was founded in 1878 by Soranus Clinton Hastings. He was a 19th century rancher who sponsored deadly atrocities against Native Americans. Among the graduates of the college, former San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown and Vice President Kamala Harris. The name change was among several bills concerning indigenous people signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom on Native American Day in California. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Drummer John Hartman has died. He was a co-founder of the Doobie Brothers. Hartman was one of the band's two drummers. He played on its biggest hits, including Taking It to the Streets, Long Train Running, Blackwater, What a Fool Believes, and Listen to the Music. John Hartman was 72. The polls are open in Italy in a national parliamentary election that could produce the country's first government led by the far right since the end of World War II. Opinion polls have the Brothers of Italy party with its neo-fascist roots being the top vote-getter. Russian forces attacked Ukrainian cities again on Saturday, the same day Russian-orchestrated votes took place in four Russian-occupied regions of Ukraine to create a pretext for their annexation. And in Russia on Saturday, hundreds of people were arrested as they tried to protest President Vladimir Putin's decision to mobilize more troops to fight in Ukraine. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 203, Sunday morning, September 25th, 2022. It's 61 in Friendship Heights. Some clouds early this morning into the lower 50s.
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following at this hour, echoing similar post-pandemic findings around the country. There's new data that indicates Montgomery County students are struggling with math. Only about 61% of students met the expectations of math proficiency according to data gathered by the school district. The 2021-2022 target was 64%. Meanwhile, expectations in literacy were surpassed with almost three quarters meeting goals. Three standards were used, class grades, district assessments, and outside testing like the SAT and MCAP. Grades were always the highest among the three standards. School Board President Brenda Wolf. Grade inflation on the outside looking at it. That's that's what this looks like to me. Keisha Logan is the MCPS curriculum director. Teachers do have the opportunity within the course of the, the quarter to reteach and reassess. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A month into the new school year and enhanced truancy programs are ramped up throughout the area, including in Prince George's County. Truancy is one matter that Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy plans to focus on the next few weeks. A lot of young people uh, are not in school um, after the pandemic pandemic, a lot of students didn't return. What are those students doing? What are those young people doing? They're out here in the communities. Some of them are making bad decisions. For the second straight year, Brave Boy will join with the school district, sending letters to parents of kids with five or more days of unexcused absences. The letters will advise parents of the legal requirements of school attendance and the consequences of truancy. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The Loudoun County School Board is looking at a new draft policy that would align the county with Virginia's Board of Education's new requirements on sexually, con on sexually explicit content. Here's WTOP's Alicia Abelson. The proposed policy would require parents be notified when school materials include sexually explicit content. It also lets them review the materials and requires the county provide learning alternatives if requested. Under the new plan, parents would be given 30 days advance notice if the coursework is considered sexually explicit. The school system would keep an updated list of the materials online. The policy does not include books found in the library unless they're used for an assignment. Schools have until the end of the year to comply with a new statewide law that allows parents to review and weigh in on schoolwork that uses sexually explicit materials. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. You can read more about the proposal at WTOP.com search book. It's 206. Thousands of Iranian Americans marching through downtown D.C. Saturday evening showing solidarity with ongoing protests in Iran. The protests are in response to the death of Masa Amini. The young woman who died in police custody earlier this month over a violation of Iran's strict religious dress code. The young woman was detained for allegedly wearing her hijab too loosely in public. Her death sparked violent protests in Iran. Other protests have started worldwide in response to that. Protesters in D.C. carried posters and pictures of Amini through downtown. D.C. police looking for a car connected with a Saturday morning murder in Southeast. Detectives say they're looking for a white Kia Optima sedan with Ohio license plate JAU3816. They say the car was last seen on 30th Street Southeast near the Winston Education Campus. That's where officers found 62-year-old Arthur Harrison Jr. He'd been shot. Paramedics tried to revive Harrison, but he died at the scene. If you missed the Ohio license plate number that police are looking for, you can see the story online at WTOP.com. Just ahead on WTOP, ridership up on Metro, but they need more riders to offset money woes. It's 207. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers. All kinds of eaters and drinkers. For oyster shuckers and slurpers. 
Winery samplers are all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers, and distillery sippers. For those who order grits and those who order cheese grits, we all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. When I was younger, I may have did some stupid things, even committed some crimes, but I'm not a criminal. I work for youth advocate programs, yet I was Tumani's advocate, helping him stay out of jail, stay in the neighborhood, and get a job. As a little kid, I experienced trauma and I acted out. Made some mistakes, but I'm not a mistake. As Jalen's YAP advocate, I'm always here for her. YAP is a community-based alternative to youth incarceration and neighborhood violence. Youth advocate programs. Learn how at yapinc.org. 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and Carlos Ramirez is in the traffic center. Indeed I am. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. If you're headed in Maryland, Darnstown Road still shut down between Seneca Road and Germantown Road. All lanes are uh, currently closed because of an accident scene that did involve the vehicle that knocked over a, a power pole, so they had to repair those downed wires. As of now, do follow police direction to make your way around it. Also sounds like an accident scene. Along Great Seneca Highway headed just past 28, so watch out for any crash activity and response there. I-270 southbound looks great, no issues headed towards the Beltway. I-95 northbound, the earlier accident scene was near 216, seems like it has been taken care of. 50 from the Bay Bridge to the Beltway, no worries, and it looks like you still have two-way traffic on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge. Created southbound on I-295 past the Suitland Parkway, still got crash activity there, a slight volume delay through the area. Down in Virginia, I-95, headed past 123. The accident scene has cleared. You will no longer see any emergency vehicles there. Westbound 66 from 123 over towards the Fairfax County Parkway. As of now, a single right lane gets you by the work zone. No real delays behind it, not that I can tell at least. It looks like the ramp from westbound 66 onto westbound 50 still completely shut down. You're going to have to either take the eastbound ramp or head over towards the Fairfax County Parkway and head northbound. Eastbound 66 looks great. No issues from Manassas to the Beltway. Interloop of the Beltway looks awesome as you make your way through Tyson's and up towards the American Legion Bridge. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Prince of Alley with your Sunday forecast. Early Sunday, a partly to mostly cloudy sky to start off in the 50s. By the afternoon, upper 70s with a bit of early sunshine giving way to increasing clouds. By the afternoon, showers, maybe a storm will arrive from west to east. Monday, behind the front, sun and clouds breezy and refreshing. Upper 70s, mid 70s, and partly sunny on Tuesday. Wednesday's partly cloudy, breezy, cooler, low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. Upper Marlboro, 59 degrees, 56 in Centerville, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 2:10. The free ride on the new express lanes on I-66 is officially over. As we reported early yesterday morning in traffic, tolls and HOV requirements on the I-66 express lanes between Route 29 in Gainesville and Route 28 in Centerville now in effect. Tolls will vary based on traffic volume. Drivers will see the listed price on signs before they make the choice to enter. Drivers can use Easy Pass, Easy Pass Flex, or pay online afterward. New numbers show more people riding Metro to the office and elsewhere, but officials say they need more riders to see anything resembling solvency. 
Here's WTOP's John Aaron. Since Labor Day, Metro Rail ridership is up 10%, and the agency says it registered a pandemic-era high of nearly 293,000 Metro Rail trips on Wednesday, September 14th. But at the same time, decreased ridership and revenue overall has Metro looking at what could be a nearly $185 million shortfall for the 2024 fiscal year. Metro board member Matt Letourneau. I just want to caution that I think we still have hard choices that we may have to make about service and about personnel and about potential cuts. That budget gap is growing, too. It could balloon to more than $900 million by fiscal year 2029. John Aaron, WTOP News. It's 2-12, and in Montgomery County, the numbers are going the wrong way. More people are dying in traffic crashes, and county officials got to look at the numbers and an update on what's being done about it. Christy Daphnis with the Advisory Committee on Pedestrian and Cyclist Safety in Montgomery County put it bluntly. I could sit here in this seat and say everything's great. We're doing an amazing job of preventing deaths. We're fixing all of our roadways. But she said, if I were to say this, I'd be lying. 28 people died in Montgomery County crashes between January and September of this year. 18 were in vehicles, 7 were pedestrians, 3 were on bikes. The data from county transportation officials showed 40% of serious crashes happen on just 3% of the road network, expanding the use of speed and red light cameras, redesigning roadways, and adding traffic signals are among the actions in the Vision Zero plan. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. How do you get drivers to slow down on area streets? Some D.C. lawmakers think stronger penalties could help. Getting a traffic camera speeding ticket would put a point on the vehicle owner's driver's license under the proposed legislation. One of the criticisms people would say is like, well, you can't determine who is driving the vehicle. Christina Henderson, D.C. Council at large, is among the legislation's co-sponsors. She says Arizona puts points on car owners' driver's licenses for traffic cam speeding tickets. And both in Arizona and Chicago, they have devised systems whereby people are able to appeal. The bill also would require car owner insurance companies to be notified if a vehicle gets five or more speeding tickets. Christy King, WTOP News. Navy wins an overtime thriller. Frank Hanrahan with details in sports next, 213. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside 214. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that... If you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. 
Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 215, Frank Hammerhan. Big victory for Navy football. Double-digit underdogs go on the road and beat East Carolina in double overtime. 23-20, first win of the season for the mids. Maryland falls in number four, Michigan, 34-27. Terps are now 3-1 and one on the season. They get Michigan State next Saturday back in College Park. Georgetown falls to Columbia, 42-6. Bowie State beats St. Augustine's 36-20. Nationals fall at Miami, 4-1. Only run coming from Joey Manessis, a solo homer. Eric Fetty took the loss. The Nats... 99th loss of the season. They'll try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon at Miami. Atlanta's Kyle Wright becomes the first 20-game winner in the majors this season as Atlanta beat the Phillies 6-3. The Orioles collapse late and fall at home to the Houston Astros as uh, H-Town gets its 100th victory of the season. Commanders at 1-1 one one hosting the 2-0 Philadelphia Eagles Sunday 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. And despite uh, this being a road game in the division, the Eagles still favored by six and a half points. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Tom Sawyer's we're following this morning on WTOP. Canada's Atlantic provinces picking up and toting up the damage after the storm that was once Hurricane Fiona smashes the region with strong winds and heavy rains. Now all eyes turning back to the Caribbean where Tropical Storm Ian is gathering strength, expected to hit western Cuba sometime Tuesday before steaming toward Florida's Gulf Coast. As Russian forces launch new strikes on Ukrainian cities, Kremlin-orchestrated votes took place in four occupied regions to create a pretext for their annexation by Moscow. In Russia, hundreds are arrested protesting a mobilization order aimed at bolstering the country's troops in Ukraine. Iranians experienced a near-total internet blackout on Wednesday amid days of mass protests against the government over the death of a woman held by the country's morality police for allegedly violating its strictly enforced death code. Dress code, I should say, that death and the government response to the protests sparking demonstrations in D.C. and elsewhere. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just moments. 217, and time may be growing short for Washington Commander owner Dan Snyder. The Washington Post reports that confidence in Snyder, among other NFL owners, is sagging, potentially, to the point where Snyder may have to sell the team. NFL owners are waiting on the findings of both a congressional investigation and a league-commissioned probe into allegations of misconduct by Snyder and his team. Several owners are reportedly giving serious consideration to booting Snyder from the league, either by convincing him to sell or voting to remove him. Last season, the Commanders ranked 31st among the NFL's 32 teams in home attendance. The The franchise's attempt at public funding for a stadium in Virginia over the summer stalled out. 218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Carlos Ramirez. 
Thanks, Ian. If you're headed across the Bay Bridge tonight, they've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span. No delays because of it. Westbound span is closed. If you're headed on I-95 northbound, the accident scene was near 216. It's been cleared since. If you're headed in Maryland along Darnstown Road, currently closed between Seneca Road and Germantown Road. It's for the accident scene that did knock over a power pole, so they've got to repair that before they can open things up. If you're headed on a Great Seneca Highway, looks like the accident scene is right at the intersection of 28 Darnstown Road, so watch out for that. Doesn't seem to be affecting Darnstown too much, though. You should be fine there. I-270 southbound looks good all the way down towards the Beltway. The work zone, the usual work zone on 355 southbound past Grosvenor Lane. That one currently blocks the far left lane. Southbound I-295 in the district headed past the Sulin Parkway. Accident scene through that area. Proceed with caution. Still a bit of a delay headed there. Southeast Southwest Freeway, 3rd Street Tunnel, and New York Avenue looking pretty good. Bladensburg Road is very crowded right now between New York Avenue and South Dakota Avenue. An event likely just let out through that area. Down in Virginia, I-95 looks great from the Fredericksburg area towards Springfield. Uh, the accident scene was on the ramp from Duke Street onto northbound 395. That one has cleared as well. Westbound 66, the work zone between 123 and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single right lane gets by, and it looks like the ramp to Route 50 is closed, both to westbound 50 and to eastbound 50. Can't find the new car you're looking for? We'll try a Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team Forest, Steve Prince of Valley with your Sunday forecast. Early on this Sunday, partly the mostly cloudy skies. We begin the day in the 50s. Later on Sunday, a bit of early sunshine will give way to increasing clouds as the cold front approaches. Breezy with afternoon showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Temperatures will max out in the upper 70s to near 80. Cold front pushing through the area will swing through during your Sunday night, so any storms are over with by midnight, and then we'll see a better day on Monday. Sun and clouds breezy and refreshing, upper 70s. Tuesday's partly sunny, mid-70s, partly cloudy, breezy, cooler on Wednesday, low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. Woodbridge, 55 degrees, it's 56 in Reston, 62 in Bethesda, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, safe 50% on all roofing materials. Just ahead, our dry cleaners all washed up. It's 221. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veraheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veraheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Verahill.com. 222. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I'm going to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team. 100% of donations fund game-changing cancer research. Donate now at V.org. 
is WTOP News. 223. A woman was attacked from behind as she was going to into her Montgomery County apartment Friday morning. Detectives with the county's special victims unit say a woman was attacked from behind just after 1030 in the 800 block of Northampton Drive, just north of Langley Park. Suspect said to be wearing a black ski mask and black hooded sweatshirt. That investigation continues. A Temple Hills neighborhood gathered for a Saturday afternoon rally with the goal of cutting crime. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy presided at the rally saying it's about spreading a little love. In addition to our crime-fighting efforts, we have to also wrap our arms around our community. So the rally featured games, food trucks, and information tables about things including behavioral health and jobs. Real job opportunities for companies uh, and government agencies that are hiring today. Brave Boy says her prosecutors hold people accountable each day, but informational rallies like this are also needed to curb crime. In Temple Hills, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 2:24. A 25-year-old man from D.C. sentenced to seven years, five of which must be served in prison after pleading guilty to shooting two people following a dispute over a double-booked table at a district nightclub last year. Deontay Green entered his plea back in February. It's happened at a nightclub on Connecticut Avenue Northwest in June of last year and apparently over a double-booked table. Green is said to have fired his gun twice at the man He's, as he was running away. One bullet hit him in the thigh. A second shot hit a woman who worked nearby in the left arm. That woman now only has partial use of her thumb as a result. Green was arrested about a week after the incident. Drivers are on the lookout for cars and pedestrians, or at least they should be. But another type of vehicle drivers seem to be forgetting about, a really big one. Every three hours in the United States, a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Jennifer DeAngelis with the rail safety group Operation Lifesaver. Rocking on railroad tracks is trespassing. It's illegal and it's very dangerous. And it's the top cause of train-related deaths. If your car gets stuck at a railroad crossing, she says get out of your car and look for a blue and white sign with a phone number to the railroad and a locator ID so they can warn the train operator. In Manassas, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 225 with Erica Herskowitz. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Press this, steam this, starch that. Ah, yes, the unsung heroes of our workday wardrobe, the neighborhood dry cleaner. One of those local businesses we all know and the stuff of everyday life that Jerry Seinfeld routines thrive on. I think the only reason we go to the dry cleaner is so I can say to the dry cleaner, well, it's ruined. <laughs> and of course, the dry cleaner can respond. It's not our fault. But could that slice of Americana be slowly vanishing? Over the past couple of years, the number of dry cleaners has decreased 6% a year going out of business long before COVID. But Bloomberg Opinion columnist Justin Fox says people working from home didn't help. Big part of it is just what people wear to work. Simply fewer pressed shirts, fewer suits. And there's also been a generational shift. There's a lot of mom and pop dry cleaner shops whose kids went off to college and have fancy jobs and don't want to run the family dry cleaner. Fox believes there'll always be a need for dry cleaning, but if the trend continues, there will be fewer locations to visit. 
from the Bloomberg Newsroom. I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. Just ahead after traffic and weather as Atlantic Canada picks up after what was Fiona, Florida and the Caribbean now bracing for Ian. Also ahead, North Korea apparently firing another short-range ballistic missile early Sunday, their time. It's 226. The average home sells for over the asking price and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two, Orchard not only guarantees the sale